Hello and welcome to the Pro Football Weekly Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, my name is John Solly. I'm a Pro Football Weekly Fantasy Football Editor. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Kyle Neighbors. Kyle, how you doing, man? I'm doing pretty well, despite the fact that it is way too cold outside. Yeah, it's really cold. It's really cold up here in the uh, in Chicago. So, um, But let's get to it. We're going to go uh, through each game this week, give you some of our, uh, our favorite plays and plays to avoid. And we're going to start with, uh, I think, one of the lowest totals I've seen this year, Buffalo and the Jets. Uh, 36.5 is the over-under. The Jets are favored by seven at home. Um, we told you last week, if you were going to play the Bears defense against the Bills, you were probably looking at 20 points, and I believe they exceeded that. Um, uh, yes. Yeah. So are you playing the Jets defense this week? I mean, you could probably – well, the Jets' defense uh, for season long is a good a good option, uh, at least on FanDuel for daily purposes. They actually price the Jets' defense way up to 4,900. Um, I don't know if that's a must play. I, I think this game is ugly either way. You probably play both of these defenses. Yeah, I think you could definitely get away with playing the Bills. Uh, they, they get after it a little bit. Um, but I, I think the Jets' defense is, is pretty much a slam-dunk play against this Bills the Bills' offense might be the one of the worst in NFL history. <laughs> yeah, even even when uh, their receivers actually get a ball in the vicinity, uh, they still find a way to turn uh, turn it over. Yeah, it's it's pretty brutal. I, I don't, I, and I really can't get behind any other plays in this game. The Jets are are very banged up, um, and it, it and I don't like the options that that come with that. No, I unless for some like weird reason. Um, we get a, an idea before the game that like Isaiah Crowell is not going to be in the plans because they're terrible anyway, and they want to see what Elijah McGuire can do or something. Yeah. Then you take a chance there because he's so cheap uh, on the daily sites. Um, but outside of something like that, some kind of breaking news, I wouldn't touch anything in this game. Yep, for sure. Well, with that, let's move on to the next game then. Game with a lot more fantasy goodness. It is the Saints at the Bengals. 54 is the over-under. Saints favored by six uh, on the road. Looks like A.J. Green will not be playing. So open up stuff for Tyler Boyd and John Ross. I mean, Tyler Boyd is in a great spot, right? I mean, the Saints have been victimized by slot receivers all year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the I don't know what his price is on DraftKings. On FanDuel, um, the, they actually – anticipated this the aj green injury um or they factored it in at least because tyler boyd has shot all the way up to 7800 i still think he's in play but they they did make him a must play um outside of that john ross you can take a shot in tournaments but i mean john ross disappears quite often i really like joe mixon i I like joe mixon in this matchup too yeah uh tyler boyd on DraftKings is the fifth most expensive wide receiver one hundred dollars cheaper than aj green (laughs) <laughs> DraftKings has, has done that a lot this year where they price backups or guys who are going to take advantage of an injury situation up right next to that injured star um, just in case that, that guy comes back. Um, but, yeah, Tyler Boyd is more expensive than Tyreek Hill, Mike Evans, Keenan Allen. <laughs> That's incredible. I never yeah. would have seen that coming. No. And uh, I should say Joe Mixon does technically have a tough matchup. The Saints have been mm-hmm. pretty good against the run. But with, with A.J. Green out, uh, you know, there's going to be more target uh, target share spread around. Joe Mixon is involved in the passing game. I just think that they're going to need him in this situation. Yeah, I, I totally agree. 
Um, what about the on the Saints running back side? Kamara has been so effective, but Ingram was getting a few more snaps last week. Uh, do, do you think that continues? And do you think he eats into a little bit of uh, Kamara's snaps this week? I, I think Mark Ingram's a, a non-factor at this point. Mm-hmm. I just think he, he's a guy. I, uh, it's, out, it's the Alvin Kamara, uh, Kamara show, particularly on the road. Uh, he's averaged about two more fantasy points on the road uh, in his career. I don't see any reason that's going to stop against a Bengals defense that has, um, you know, been very, very nice to running backs, in, both on the ground and in the air. Yep, I agree. I'm with you on that. Um, I mean, anybody this, else, yeah, anybody else you're really interested in this I, one? I said this really sets up well for the Saints. I mean, Michael Thomas – um, coming off a big game is right back in a smash spot. Oh, absolutely. Michael Thomas is, is a, one of the top wide receivers of the week, I think. Yeah, it's just uh, I wouldn't get cute here. If you're going to play these guys, you can, you can do a Drew Brees, Kamara, uh, Michael Thomas stack. I wouldn't get cute dealing with Traquan Smith. Or Des um, Bryant. <laughs> or Des Bryant, yeah. Don't, don't do that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, just go with the big guns. You know what you're getting. Yeah, I mean, Des Bryant is worth a, a speculative ad in uh, in your, your season-long leagues. But yeah. beyond that, I'm, I'm staying away from it. Uh, all right, well, let's move on to the next game then. Uh, Patriots and Titans, 47 is the over-under. New England favored by seven on the road. Uh, Kyle, who do you like in this one? I don't, I, I'm trying to figure out, you know, when I, when I build lineups, I try and, you know – envision how I expect a game to go and I'm having trouble figuring that out because I really don't like this Titans team but the one thing they do do is they blitz a lot and they pressure the quarterback mm-hmm. and Brady has struggled against pressure yeah um, and you know this is a certainly a, a defense that's capable of getting to him yes and so I think that limits I think that limits New England's ceiling in this game I think I think New England you know I think they they win you know, somewhat handily in this game, to be honest with you. But um, I, I don't think it's a, a complete runaway or a blowout. So I, I think this is going to be like a 28 to 20 game, somewhere in that range. Like New England, yeah, they're going to be ahead uh, throughout. It's just how do they get to those points? Like Sonny Michel uh, is questionable currently. Uh, I haven't seen – have you seen anything if he's going to suit up? have they're, not seen that. Any yeah, update so they're, that. I mean, it seems like they're, they're kind of playing that one um, – uh, close, and then you know you you look through it. Do you, I think Julian Edelman might be my favorite in the passing game, at least receiver wise. Um, I, I still like James White. Yeah, uh, all of a sudden Cordero Patterson looks interesting with what they're doing with him. Giving him, I mean, he's he's now getting what ten carries two weeks ago, eleven carries last week, plus a target. Yeah, I mean, only if Michelle's out. Yeah, if Michelle's in, then Cordell Patterson becomes basically useless. <laughs> he's, he's, uh, I mean, Patterson's, Patterson played less than 20% of the snaps. Yeah. But when he's out there, he's getting the ball. Uh, so. I do have a – man, I don't mind this matchup for Josh Gordon. Yeah, I don't either. I don't it's, either. It's, uh, this, I, this is a fine matchup for him. Someone on the Patriots is going to have a good game. Like someone's going to have a big game. I just mm-hmm. I don't know who. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's usually tough to figure out um, when it comes to the Patriots. I just I feel like this is a, a capped game as far as their ceiling. Um, anybody on the on the Tennessee side? 
Uh, I like Deion Lewis quite yeah. a bit. Um, I'm not really going to uh, attack anyone in the passing game. Corey Davis is really the only usable person there to begin with, and he's going to get shadow coverage. Um, you know, the Patriots' defense is not great. It's been better of late, but it's still not great. I think Marcus Mariota, at least on FanDuel, where he's priced down to 6800 uh, should be in your GPP pool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, Deion Lewis is only 4600 on DraftKings. Really? Yeah. How did that happen? I mean, he he's – the last two games, he has taken over that job from Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is getting severely out-touched. Um, I'm not sure – how he's that cheap on, on DraftKings. Yeah, Deion Lewis is out there, I believe, more than 80% of the snaps right now. Um, I know Henry's a, a potential vulture candidate for, you know, inside the two. Um, but Deion Lewis has scored, I believe, 22 PPR points the last in each, each of the last two games. Yes, he's um, got uh, two straight weeks of at least 60 yards in the passing game. Yeah. Um, four receptions and six receptions, so 10. 10 receptions over his last two games when you're adding that kind of passing work in against a, a Patriots defense that it has time and time again been been destroyed by pass catching running backs um that's just way too cheap and he's uh on drafting but even on FanDuel where he's only 5,800 he's still I think one of the top running back plays um at least value wise yep I agree um I don't have anything else in this game how about you I think that about covers it. Okay. Well, let's move on to the next one then. Arizona, Kansas City. 49 and a half is the over-under with Kansas City currently favored by 16 and a half at home. Um, I really like Kareem Hunt um, against this Cardinals defense. (laughs) The the Cardinals defense allows, I believe, 140 yards on the ground uh, per game, which is uh, last in the league. Uh, I I don't yeah it, I mean it's it's Kareem Hunt uh, he's fantastic he's been used in the passing game more recently the, the only concern I have is the fact that Kansas City can score in so many ways and this game is going to be so lopsided that I'm worried that it's going to be 31-0 by halftime and three of those touchdowns went to to the wide receivers and the tight ends and Spencer Ware is in there for a lot of the second half. I mean, maybe, but if, uh, I feel like if Kansas City gets up 31 nothing, the Kareem Hunt had something to do with it. Well, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm never really concerned about blowouts. I'll, I'll put it that way. Because okay. I, I believe that, that the guys I, I want to play in a blowout had, had some hand in getting there. I think it's rare that they're, that they're shut out in that. I'm not saying it's going to be shut out, but like if uh, I mean, you and I both play GPPs, I'm mm-hmm. saying does does he have a? I mean, of course he has the 30 point ceiling. Mm-hmm. I'm just concerned that this game is going to be so uncompetitive that we, he's not going to have a chance to get there. Okay, I, I can see I can see the the reasoning for that. I mean, he's got to be the top running back player of the week. I think, right? I, I think on a point per dollar basis, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm just saying that I think there is some merit to fading him considering the fact that I expect him to be uh, the top-owned high-priced running back. Sure. Okay. I'm good with that. Um, are you playing Larry Fitzgerald? <laughs> <laughs> no, I missed the Larry Fitzgerald boat, and I'm not going to jump on now. You go right ahead. No, I, I, I don't think I'm going to do that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna move on to the next game. Washington Tampa Bay, uh, 51 is the over/under. Tampa Bay favored by three at home. Um, 
I, I, I think Ryan Fitzpatrick is a, a QB1 type of play this week, again, along with my, and Mike Evans, only because um, Washington has struggled so badly against perimeter wide receivers. Uh, the, I mean, really the whole year. They, yeah, they let, I, Washington let Julio Jones into the end zone last week. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and he almost, he w- would have had a second touchdown. Well, it would have been the first of the game. He ended up getting mm-hmm. one later. Yeah. But Josh Norman was beat badly. Instead of just allowing him to have a touchdown, he just horse collared him to the ground. Like a <laughs> yeah. It was, it was pretty hilarious. Um, not the fact that he horse collared him, but the mm-hmm. fact that Josh Norman just was like, well, I'm screwed. So, yep. <laughs> um, yeah, Mike Evans makes a really nice play, particularly if we're getting the feeling that he's going to go under-owned because of last week's dud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he put up, what, 2.1 points on FanDuel last week despite the fact that, that Fitzpatrick was out there doing Fitzpatrick things again. Yeah. Ten targets, <laughs> ten targets, one catch for Mike yeah, Evans. Yeah, how does week. that happen? Yeah, I don't, I don't expect that to repeat. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, if he's going to be low-owned, that's a great tournament play. Um, so you're you're going right back to Pitts Magic? Uh, yeah, I'm totally fine with it against against this Washington defense. You bet. Yeah, uh, he's still reasonably priced at 7,600 on Fanduel. I, I at this point, you're probably starting him in, in season long leagues, right? I like, think you are. Yeah, T- look, Tampa Bay doesn't run the ball anymore. <laughs> it, it, everything gets funneled through the pass game. Yeah, he, he threw he threw the ball 40 times. Um, last week he's still running he's still running the ball a little bit um and you know four touchdowns two picks which that's that is um totally vintage ryan fitzpatrick right yeah yeah and a fumble (laughs) and a fumble sure yeah you know the turnovers are going to be there but he can throw five touchdowns in a game (laughs) Uh, it's so much fun to watch too it's just he just doesn't care yeah he doesn't at all, which is fine. <laughs> yeah, uh, I like OJ Howard also again this week. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on OJ Howard. Really, uh, any any one of the Tampa passing game, I think you can make a case for. Yeah, this this Washington defense has struggled against tight ends all year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on the Washington side, anything that you're interested in at all? Not really. I mean, we should be right considering it's the Tampa defense. It's the Tampa. I know this is this is the hardest part for me is that I have been targeting the Tampa Bay defense um, all year long in my season long leagues. I've been streaming guys against them whenever I can in DFS. I've been going after this, and I don't love anybody in what should be an appealing matchup. So you're not playing Alex Smith. That's the first thing. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it's, in season long, I think you can stream him in DFS. He's the same price as Ryan Fitzpatrick, so mm-hmm. that's, it's just not happening. Um, I don't really want to play Adrian Peterson. And look, if, if Tampa Bay gets up, you know, I know Chris Thompson is out, but if Tampa Bay gets up, that scripts out Adrian Peterson traditionally. Yeah. yeah. Um, God, there, and there's just not well, I mean, of- look, Maurice Harris is a guy I think you can stream. That's about it. Yeah. Uh, Assum- for- that's that's assuming Jamison Crowder is is out. Mm-hmm. Uh, in daily, I'm not chasing his his 12 targets. So, like even yeah. against Tampa Bay defense, I just think that there's going to be too too many people that go that route. Mm-hmm. Um, any interest in Jordan Reed? I should, <laughs> <laughs> I, sh- I should, but 
um, he's he's questionable. So I was I was actually hoping that he was going to be ruled out uh, just so we could play Vernon Davis. <laughs> Big Vern, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I always like Vernon Davis if, if Jordan reads out. So yeah. Um, all right, let's move on to the next game then. Uh, Detroit at Chicago, forty-four is the over/under. Bears favored by seven at home. Um, Kyle, talk to me about this one. I think this is a bear smash spot. Uh, the Detroit defense uh, has been overrated. It's going to be without Darius Slay. Um, I like just about everything here in the passing game. Uh, you know, Trubisky, I think, with the way he's running the ball, has a nice floor. Tariq Cohen, after being out of the game script the last couple of weeks just because they've been ahead, I think he comes back into play here because Detroit is so, so susceptible to pass catching running backs, and his price has come way down, at least on FanDuel. He's down to 6400 um, And then, you know, my original inclination was Anthony Miller, but now with, with Darius Slay out, I think Allen Robinson comes back into play. I think you can, you can take a chance in GPPs on all of these guys. Yeah, it's it's so weird to say you could fire up pretty much any bear and feel <laughs> and feel decent about. It. You could pick up any of these guys in your season long leagues, whether it's you know if Taylor Gabriel is available, Anthony Miller, um, if you've been stashing Allen Robinson on your bench, um, they they're all in they're all in great spots. And there's nobody on the Detroit side that I feel has a plus matchup um, that you could you could really feel good about. Um, this is a banged up team going on the road. Uh, I, I, I can't find a, a, a way to, to feel good about any Detroit line in this game. No, um, I think one thing that you can look at is carry on Johnson is currently questionable. Maybe you take a flyer on Theo Riddick, um, whether in season long in your flex spot or, uh, maybe just a, as a, a deep GBP play, um, for daily because he came back last week, uh, and immediately carved out a role again he had eight targets in the passing game if Terry yeah. Johnson is going to be limited um I do expect Detroit to be behind the Bears if you're going to beat them it's uh, you we've seen uh running backs underneath have a little bit of success mm-hmm. yeah this this is where you can do it so I, I yeah if Terry Johnson is out or even we know he's going to be limited then Theo Riddick is is in play in, in your PPR leagues I think right um, all right, well, with that, let's move on to the next game. Atlanta and Cleveland, 51 is the over-under. Atlanta favored by six on the road. Um, does Julio Jones make it into the end zone two weeks in a row, Kyle? I think – I mean, <laughs> I would like to say that there's a good uh, good chance of it, but it's still Julio Jones. And, I mean, it took him breaking a long screenplay to uh, get into the end zone last week. So probably not. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I was reading uh, Evan Silva's column over at Roto World, and you know the Cleveland defense has really kind of fallen off the last couple of weeks. And he made a good point about the reason why is that they are on pace. Uh, the Cleveland defense is on pace to uh, play the most snaps since the 1999 Browns, the expansion Browns. Um, they're just they're gassed, and so I, I think, um, especially with all the upheaval, everything that's been going on there, uh, I think this is a, a, another great matchup for Atlanta's offense. I'd feel good about Matt Ryan. I'd, f- I'd feel great about Julio Jones and Daly. Um, you know, you could certainly try uh, Calvin Ridley or Austin Hooper. You know, I like playing tight ends against Greg Williams' defense. That's kind of on brand for me. Um, Tevin Coleman, you know, did the most with his uh, with his snaps last week. 
Um, so I, I, I really feel great about any, any Atlanta, uh, Atlanta player in, in this spot. I like the passing game quite a bit. As you mentioned, Matt Ryan, I do. I, I like, I, well, I said Julio Jones might not get back in the end zone. You can't deny his ceiling, particularly in this matchup. Calvin Ridley is, is starting to take over that second receiver role from Muhammad Sanu. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was kind of touchdown dependent earlier in the season and people were chasing that and we saw the rec- uh, the regression come but yep. he's starting to he's starting to get more looks I think that's a good play I would not chase Tevin Coleman um, you know for season long he's a fine play but do not chase him uh, on FanDuel I just think that's a bad play with Edo Smith there uh, Tevin Coleman what he had two receiving touchdowns last week yes I see that it's that's just fluky um, so while he's gonna get 13 to 15 rushes you can't count on him finding the end zone through the air again Mm-hmm. So I'd rather go with Nick Chubb on the other side of the ball. Yeah, Nick Chubb's not a bad play. And, you know, this Atlanta defense, it's starting to get a little healthy again, but it's not there yet. Um, so Nick Chubb is not a bad play. I think in PPR leagues or, or in daily, uh, Duke Johnson, you could do worse than that. Uh, I, I mean, he got nine targets last week. I, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I think Cleveland wins this game. Wow. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I do not like this matchup for Atlanta's defense. Okay. Um, I think Jarvis Landry is in a really good spot. They've, they've, um, uh, Atlanta has had some difficulty at slot receivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, I think this sets up well for them. Um, okay. As long as they can keep Baker Mayfield upright and Atlanta has not been great at rushing the passer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they're going to put points on the board here. I think this is a shootout. I mean, it's an over-under of 51 right now. I think it goes over. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, it looks like I'm looking at some of the, the live betting right now. It looks like the majority of the betting is coming in. Two-thirds of the tickets are coming in on the over on that game Woo. right now. Woohoo! I am yeah. a smart man. <laughs> all right. Well, let's move on to the next one then. Jacksonville and Indianapolis, 46-and-a-half is the over-under with the Colts favored by three at home. Um, this kind of feels like a gross AFC South matchup, but uh, Kyle, I'm interested in your thoughts on this one. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what to make of this, really. Mm-hmm. I think this could be a sneaky spot for, for the Colts. Um, you know, one of the biggest storylines I feel like is going overlooked is the absolute domination of the Indianapolis offensive line um, for a line that they've been so good this year. Oh, they've been fantastic. I mean, Andrew Luck, when he's had a clean pocket and he's had a lot of clean pockets lately mm-hmm. has been really good. Um, and the Jacksonville defense is a little banged up right now. Um, I think the best way to attack it is still going to be Marlon Mack. As long as Marlon Mack is healthy, and mm-hmm. I think he's going to be. But I, I think Indianapolis at home is going to hang some points on Jacksonville. Uh, Andrew Luck has thrown 23 touchdowns this year. Yeah, very, very quietly. <laughs> it's uh, you, you know what? It's really nice to see him back and healthy. Uh, mm, it really is. Um, how about his pass catchers? Where do you, where do you think the ball heads uh, this week? Well, I mean, TJ or TJ, T.Y. Hilton – I feel like if that's going to be the guy that they, they try and take away, right? Yeah, I would think so. Um, uh, so I think Jack Doyle is my favorite target in the passing game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he ran more. I mean, he's, he's healthy again. He's running more routes than Eric Ebron. Um, you know, he, Ebron's still there and still running routes and still getting targets, but Doyle is, is the favored tight end. 
in this offense. Yeah. Uh, hopefully we don't get like we had earlier in the season when Doyle was running the more routes and then Ebron ended up with snaking two touchdowns and drove us all insane. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But Jack Doyle at 5,600 on FanDuel, I think is a, 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 a nice play. Any interest in Leonard Fournette? Looks like he's healthy. Looks like he's going to play this game. I want to see him first. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm taking a wait and see approach too. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the afternoon slate then. The uh, Chargers in Oakland, 50 is the over-under. Chargers favored by 10 on the road. Ooh, I don't see that too often. <laughs> well, the Oakland Raiders have completely just melted down. Um, mm. getting, getting popped by Nick Mullins has to be a low point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and not, not just the fact that they got the, – it's the Oakland defense. I expect them to give up points. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it was well, it was like 28-3 to three at halftime. Like yeah. they were just dead in the water from the very start. Yeah. And that's going to be a problem uh, going forward, I think. You know, as much as you want to target uh, guys against Oakland, um, it's kind of the same situation I said with Kareem Hunt. Like uh, I just worry that, that these games are going to get out of hand so quickly. Um, now, that being said – it's on the road, so maybe it stays a little bit closer. I think, obviously, the top play is Melvin Gordon. Yeah, for sure he's the top play. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, you know, I, I, I've i been wanting to play Keenan Allen all season, and he keeps getting targets, but it, he has such a low A dot that it, it, he needs to get really creative to get in the end zone. It just, it just hasn't happened this year. Um, and so he, Keenan Allen still has that really low floor even though I like his matchup just about every week, and I like his matchup again this week, obviously. Yeah, he did at least have six receptions for 124 yards last week. Yeah, that was, that was good. He's, he's, it's approaching Julio territory, though, where he's, he's got to get in the end zone. Yeah. 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 He had uh, eight for 90 in the first meeting with Oakland. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't mind him. Uh, I just At his price, I don't know if you need to go there. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, no, no, <laughs> no, no, we're just, no, we're skipping no. Oakland. Yeah. All right. <laughs> just, just don't play Raiders. Um, all right. Let's move on to the next game. Miami and Green Bay, 47 and a half is the over under. Green Bay favored by 10 at home. Um, boy, uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling has really emerged as a nice, uh, target for Aaron Rodgers. He's, He's actually only 5,000 on DraftKings this week. Geronimo Allison has got a groin injury. Um, man, I, I, he's, like one of, he's one of the top options this week, I feel like, in fantasy and daily. Uh, yeah, he uh, – oh, for, for season long, yes. Get him into your lineups. Uh, in terms of – in, in daily, uh, he's got to be like a cash game lock, right? He's 5,400 yeah. on FanDuel. He's going to be very popular – uh, I'm I'm having trouble uh, coming up with a reason to fade him though. Yeah, I, I I can't I can't find a way to to fade him at all. I think he's uh, I think he's a, one of the first one of the first guys I click this week in daily. I love the Packers in general here. Um, I don't pay up for quarterback uh, very often in uh, in daily, but Aaron Rodgers is in a great spot at home. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and Jimmy Graham, as much as I dislike Jimmy Graham, uh, he is getting force fed the ball in the red zone recently. So, 
you got to look that way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think you absolutely have to look that way. Yeah. How about Aaron Jones? I don't hate it. I don't, I don't hate Aaron Jones as a play, but, I mean, Jamal Williams is going to continue to be out there because Jamal Williams can block. And Aaron, <laughs> and Aaron Jones can't. And Jones will occasionally fumble. He lost a fumble last week. Yeah. And then, he, and then he gets out of the circle of trust. Uh, he, he lost a fumble, but they did go right back to him. Yeah, they did. Uh, the problem there is I think Aaron Jones is a, a perfectly acceptable play. I just think – He's at the the kind of that mid tier price range where there's a bunch of other guys around him. Like I'd rather play Nick Chubb, yeah, I think, before I, I play Aaron Jones. Yeah, I would too. There's just, I I I like I like other options on the Packers much better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on to the next game then. Seattle and the Rams. Fifty is the over under. Rams favored by nine and a half at home. Play your Rams. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's not. I mean, that's not a difficult thing to just find as many Rams as you can, jam them in your lineups, and everything will be just fine. <laughs> Cooper Cup's price actually went down by three hundred bucks uh, on Fanduel from last week, and I saw it and I just laughed and I went, "Okay, I'm just going to put him in every lineup." <laughs> um, actually, a little bit of breaking news here as we're um, as we're taping this pod. It's three o'clock on Friday. Des Bryant was helped off the field at Saints practice today, suffering what the team may fears be a fears may be a torn Achilles. Uh, sources tell Tom Pelissero and Ian Rappaport. Wow, that is incredible. That's brutal. So, so much for your your Des Bryant shares. Yeah, go ahead and cancel those waiver claims if you still have them in. Yeah, ugh, that's um, that's that's rough. Um, that's really rough. Uh, back to this game, though. Um, I kind of like Mike Davis. You kind of like Chris Carson. Chris Carson's been been battling a hip injury. Um, I, I, Rashad Penny, I think, is still really not in the circle of trust. Um, I know he got seven touches last week, but that's not a bunch. I, 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 could, I, I could see myself playing Mike Davis this week. You got eight targets last week. The way you beat the Rams is with running backs that can catch the ball over the middle of the field. Yeah, Alvin Kamara just scored against them again. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. Um, I have I have trouble trusting Pete Carroll and running backs in a game where they're going to probably be behind. I get it. I get uh, it. I, I think he's a GPP play. Um, mm-hmm. I have, For season-long leagues, I don't think I would take that risk with it being a, a – a, a late start as well. Yeah, I think if you're desperate, that's a it's a worthy pickup. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll let you take that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to the next game then. Uh, Dallas and Philadelphia. 43 and a half is the over-under. Philadelphia favored by seven at home. Uh, Kyle, talk to me about this one. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys are bad, and Jason Car- Garrett needs to go in the unemployment line. Yeah, there was a brutal story about the Cowboys. Um, I forget where it was this week, but just how there were eight or nine Cowboys quoted um, anonymously, basically saying that there's just no organization whatsoever on this team. That's uh, yeah. that's awful, and you got a, almost a fifth of the teams <laughs> looking to jump ship. Listen, I, I'm I'm done targeting. Uh, teams in fantasy that are running the ball at that high of a rate on first down and second and long. 
Yeah. It's it's 2018 NFL. Jason Garrett just doesn't get it. I don't want anything to do with this team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, Philly side, anybody you really like? No one really stands out. I They're going to score points in this game. They're going to win it handily. I just don't really know who it's going to be. It could be yeah. anyone in this offense. Yeah, I think it's pretty spread out this game. You can attack Dallas just about any way you want. Yeah, uh, um, season long, you're not taking anyone out of the lineup in, in daily if you're playing the, the, the week-long slate. I don't think you're cramming anyone into a lineup here. Yeah. All right, well, with that, let's move on to the Monday night game then. Giants in San Francisco, 44-and-a-half is the over-under. San Francisco favored by three-and-a-half at home. Um, I mean, Saquon Barkley and Odell, and that's about it. <laughs> uh, I, 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 can't, I cannot get aboard the, the Mullins train. Oh, come on. <laughs> Nick Mullins. It, he, uh, it was against the Raiders. <laughs> it was it was fun though, just because it I, was fun. I, I had no intention of playing that that uh, sh- uh, showdown slate, and then mm-hmm. when Nick Mullins got uh, ruled the starter, I was like, he was he was minimum priced on the FanDuel showdown slate. I'm like, well, yeah. now I have to. Play. <laughs> I put him in the MVP slot, and he went nuts. And I was like, oh, this is just fun. Yeah, I uh, I did the same on DraftKings. I, I was also not in it at all, and all of a sudden I was very into that game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, um, yeah, yeah I, I I think uh, there's some interesting things in that game. There's going to be points scored just because both of those teams are are bad. Um, I like. I think the- this goes over the total. I think 44 and a half is is too low for how bad these defenses are. Yeah, I mean, if Eli can actually complete a pass. Um, I, 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 the Niners are going to score points. Mm-hmm. Um, can the Giants do it? And now they should, given their weapons. It just Eli has to not be terrible. Yeah, which you know you can't yeah. really rely on that. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> kind of up in the air. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, we will end this week's Pro Football Weekly Fantasy Football Podcast. For Kyle Neighbors, I'm John Solly. Best of luck in your matchups.